Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a Newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. We are on Season 2, Episode 6, Halloween. Oh yeah, get hype, motherfucker. We've got another good one. Original air date, October 27th, 1997. Oh, so nice and Halloween-y. Like, pretty close. Like, as close as you're going to get to actual Halloween. I'm surprised they went with two days before Halloween to start this off instead of four then. Our establishing shot is a pan down on Pop's Pumpkin Patch. (laughs) PPP, (laughs) as it's known to the folks in the town. I didn't notice that it was called Pop's. (laughs) It's a lot of, like, good showing and not telling in this, because it's just a pan down, and you're like, oh, I'm in a pumpkin patch. Oh, and it's two days to Halloween, because it's like, how many days to Halloween? Crossing them off. Thanks, Pop. Buffy is fighting a vampire. I swear we've seen this guy before. They all look the same, Dave. Is that (laughs) racist? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) How can you say that all vampires look the same? You just haven't been exposed to enough vampires in your life. But yeah, so Buffy's fighting this vamp, and then there's a second vamp filming her on a very, very 90s handheld camcorder. His battery is super low. And I'm like, okay, we've got a vampire filming Buffy creepily. It's probably Angel, right? It turns out it's not even Angel. And you're like, what? Did you legitimately think it was going to be Angel? Yeah. A creepy guy filming Buffy? (laughs) How is that not Angel? How is that Angel? That's crazy. That's everything we know about Angel so far. (laughs) How many times has he showed up in Buffy's room unannounced? Yeah, why does he need to film her? He can show up in her room and she's okay with it. (laughs) Oh, good point. (laughs) So it's It's not not Angel. No, but yeah, this this vampire does that classic thing of like watching her kill his friend and then melting <laughs> into the shadows instead of helping his friend. Hell yeah. Would the two of them together have been better? I'm assuming this guy was just bait. They'd both be dead then. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, but and I guess then his his valuable camera knowledge would be lost. Buffy finds the nice pumpkin patch sign that Mm -hmm. is put into the ground with a wooden stake, very helpfully. Ah, yeah. And just stakes the guy, and that's our cold open done. We've got a nice two-minute fight scene, and then a pretty quick cold open. We then go to the bronze. And Angie's here! And Cordy's hitting on him! is he wearing, Dave? He's wearing a (laughs) super loose, baggy-style blue dress shirt that is unbuttoned to the, I'm gonna say sternum. It's so light blue. Oh, I just whenever they put him in light colors it just does not work for me. He's making a lot of good faces here because he's talking <laughs> to Cordy so of course he's going to be making some faces but like they're they're fun in a way that you don't see from Angie much because usually he's stoic and now he's just like what is this that is in front of me? It's too much range for me. Yeah. This, this is not the angel I know and love. <laughs> No, definitely not. Facial expressions, light colors, no. Cordy mentions that she's waiting for Damien, and I'm like, wait a minute, the band guy? Yo, they're stuck together. Is this a repeating Chad? That's right. This is a Chad that comes back for a second time. We've only seen Cordy with new Chads up until now. She's had a string of Chads. They are mentioned once, and it's usually when, like, oh no, Chad's dead. Oh, (laughs) that's so sad and true. 
We shall not speak its name. <laughs> Last episode, she was going after a Chad who was not banned Chad. Darren or whatever his name is. This episode she is, but the episode before that, Inca Mummy Girl, she was also going out with banned Chad. And you're like, what? Oh yeah. This furthers my theory that last episode, we dare not speak its name, was actually just sort of put in there out of order. Is a fever dream. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like we... Like, it, it shouldn't have happened. Like literally no part of it is relevant. Like nothing. Nothing, nothing no. happens. Okay, so yeah, let's never speak of it again. It does not <laughs> exist. I like this. Let us strike the podcast from the records. <laughs> But yes, we now have Band Chad, Band Chad, who is in a band with Oz, and that is how we know him. Yeah. And his name's like... Dylan. Yeah, something like that. It's, I don't... It starts with a D for sure. <laughs> it is actually Dylan. Is you got it? it right. It's not like Devin? Yeah. Oh, Devin is another... Wait, no. No, she... Wait. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was. No, it was Devin. Why do I have Dylan written in my notes? Because I like what to call this? him Dylan because that's okay. a much better name. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You're like, we're making up the same names. We have become the same person. Uh, oh, all right. It I only took 18 yeah. weeks, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, his name's like Dylan or some Whatever, shit. No yeah. one cares. So she's uh, been stood up by him. She's wearing a pretty sweet choker necklace. Mm, we're into it's the nice and nineties. We're into the choker necklaces. Very, very good stuff. So I mean, she's there alone. Angel's there alone. She starts talking to him. This is all. Wait, perfectly, Angel's there alone. It's all perfectly reasonable, Dave. Yeah, he's waiting. Angel's there alone, but shouldn't he have someone to be with there with? <sighs> he's waiting for Buffy. So guess what's gonna fucking she's happen when uh... she fucking shows up, Dave? Okay, so. Buffy shows up at the bronze, sees Angel talking to Cordy, not just talking to, but he's actually laughing at a joke that she told. It's a terrible joke. So Buffy joke. sees this and literally runs away. Immediately. This is when I was like, wait a minute, the fuck? Like, again, this is what season one Buffy would have done. Yeah, yeah. Run away from not even a problem. It's not fair to say that this is a problem. <laughs> just run away because why not? But Angel is an amazing super guy, <laughs> sees her and runs after her. And is like, Buffy, you showed up. I'm so glad. Like, I was waiting for you. Does she apologize, Michaela, for being late? She just is the worst, Dave. Yeah. She's just the worst. She's like, oh, I was late and you didn't sit at that table silently interacting with zero other people while you were waiting for me to show up. He did sit at that table alone, but Cordy came up to him. <laughs> and he didn't like, run he away, Dave. Stop it. <laughs> So yeah, Buffy has showed up at her date and is like, oh, I shouldn't have come tonight and just runs away. So she showed up at her date to say she shouldn't be at the date. What the fuck is happening in this episode? It's just teenage girl melodrama that we should, again, why is a 241 year old putting up with this shit? <laughs> why would he ever put up with this? Why? It? Oh my but okay, God. I can accept that, yeah, maybe, you know, high school girls don't have a lot of emotional maturity. This might happen, potentially, if they're really not good at dealing with their feelings. So I'm actually going to set this at a reasonable baseline and say that this is fine because we will get to unreasonable soon. <laughs> Yeah, and so again, the fact that Buffy is acting this way, sure, she's in high school. It's just the fact that Angel is still on board when this is how she's acting. Oh, so strange. Yeah. We go back to school and we see Peace Nye and we're Woo! like, oh, we missed you. How are you doing? He's grabbing students. Oh man, I've got, yeah, grabby. He's very grabby with a girl. Yeah. The girl there is in quotation marks because she's like 30. Yeah, no, she's 30, but he grabs her by oh, the arm. Oh, he grabs her and voluntolds her to help some <laughs> Halloween shit. Sure. 
And like that's his that's his jam is making students do things yeah. that they don't want to do. How many times have we seen this? At least in the puppet show. <laughs> and in the when he pits Buffy against Sheila. Oh yeah. All right. he does is make students volunteer for things they don't want to volunteer for. The Hunger Games of Expulsion. <laughs> that's his like personality is he makes people volunteer for things. At least he has a personality. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, oh no, Halloween, gotta help with all this bullshit. And Buffy is just wandering around the school, dropping that V word early. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'd rather deal with vampires than volunteer to help with a bunch of little kids on trick-or-treating. And you're like, don't say the whole word, though. <laughs> so. No one cares anymore. They're like, oh, it's no that one. group of people who talk about nothing but vampires. <laughs> they are so weird. Uh, so Sunnydale, I think, runs on narrativium. The sort of thing where you say, at least it can't get any worse. Uh, and yeah. it immediately gets worse. If uh. you say, at least it can't get any better, nothing good happens. <laughs> but it just constantly happens. So they're like, oh, I don't want to deal with little kids. What happens? All of the Scoobies get voluntold for this thing where they have to deal with little kids. I understand that this is Snido's dealio is that <laughs> yes. he makes people but part of his reasoning for making Buffy do this at least he thinks Buffy's bad news he thinks that she's gonna go out toss eggs key cars bob for mm-hmm. apples you know debauchery <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. He's all about those lists where the third thing is not... It's so good. Yeah. Anyways. and But then he's like, you. I'm going to stop you from doing all those things by giving you these children to look after from 4 to 6 p.m. And you're like, but... Doesn't that leave all the time after 6 p.m.? Like, didn't you just leave her the whole night? And yep. she can't make plans before that, so guess she'll just have her bad plans? I don't know. So this is our first Halloween episode. Uh, Xander's yeah. like, oh man, Halloween's going to be a busy night for you, right? And we learn that no, you know, Halloween is actually pretty quiet on the undead front. And I'm like, no, no, no. Show, you can't fool me. (laughs) I saw Spike's names in the opening credits not two minutes ago. And you said to yourself, what would Spike play by the rules? God, (laughs) no. That is true. Uh, Yeah, Giles tells them, whatever. I don't remember what happens. And then on Xander is going to get himself a nice can of cola and is beset by Larry. Uh, Lair to his frenemies? (laughs) Of course. The Larinator. The Larynx. Okay. (laughs) No more. His name is Larry, right? Oh, yeah, no, his name's Larry. (laughs) Because I think Xander only calls him Lair. (laughs) Oh, does he? Uh, so. so this guy is going to be like sort of like a pseudo recurring character. Okay. Like kind of in the way of Jonathan, uh-huh. but less charming and lovable. Yeah, he's a bully. Yeah, but we'll see him like in other episodes. So that's why okay. I did recognize him. He starts to threaten Xander and Xander's about to bring it to blows. I mean, he's not really threatening Xander so much as oh, that's true. sexually harassing Buffy from afar. Yeah. And Xander's like, hey, only I get to do that. <laughs> exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah, you know, Xander's pissed about it. I mean, I guess he tries to stand up for Buffy. She doesn't really need that, yeah, right? No. She can stand up for herself. Uh, no, I get it. I think this is pretty all right. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but he's standing up for his friend, and then it is about to come to blows, and Buffy just comes up, smashes Lair's face into the soda machine, <laughs> and is like, and now you'll be leaving. This whole thing, I just... So he's trying to defend Buffy's honor and decides uh-huh. that he's going to use violence to do that and then when Buffy uses violence 
to, in, by the transitive property, defend her own honor. He gets mad at her for not letting Larry beat the shit out of him. I initially thought that as well, but I've far more come around to the idea that if you are a middle school or high school guy and, you know, someone has challenged your friend's honor and you are saying like, hey, that won't stand and it's about to come to blows, being saved from the threat of physical violence by the petite blonde female friend is just never going to do good things for the reputation that you have. And while I do agree with that, like, why doesn't Larry's reputation suffer by being beat up by this petite blonde friend? I really hope it does, but I'm sure it doesn't. Well, that's just I think Xander has a complaint and it's kind of valid, but yeah. It just doesn't seem to go both ways. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Buffy's got some sweet brown, I want to say pajama pants on. (laughs) They're plaid too. I don't know what they are. They're amazing. So, all right. We're coming to our first segment of the evening as we see a scene between Buffy and Willow. Yeah. Because Xander's gotten pissed and walked away. Yeah. This segment is called 12 Weird Tips to Get a Guy to Like You. (laughs) Number seven, we'll surprise you. 10 Tricks to Make a Guy Like You. (laughs) Oh, good. What are the tips, Dave? Help me out. (laughs) I, I... Come on. You've got to help me out here. Oh, right. Um, I set him up, you knock him down. Well, tip number one. Uh-huh. Be hotter than Cordelia, I think. <laughs> tip number two. Don't run away from him. Uh, yeah, that's good. Tip number three. Show up for your date on time. <laughs> I don't want to get to 12. I don't. No. All right. So this this segment is just about how Buffy is like, this is the truly crazy stuff about her relationship with Angel. She got flustered and ran away from the date. I'm fine with that. She's now commiserating with Willow about how the date didn't happen. And you're like, you had <laughs> control of that. You left the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> he, he stopped you and said, hey, let's have a date. And you said, no. Yeah. And now you're bitching about how you can't get a date with him. And she's like, uh, I don't really know anything about Angel. <laughs> You're like, you yeah. know how you could find out shit about Angel? Go on a fucking date with him. Talk to him about himself? Like, what have they talked about? Oh, nothing. Nothing. It's valid that she doesn't know anything about him. It's just entirely her fault. And now she's complaining to Willow about how this is the case. You're like, you can solve this so easily. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you did not sabotage yourself... Well, Dave, they've come up with a much better way. Oh my God. Than talking to Angel to figure out what Angel's into. They're going to go steal the Watcher diaries that are private uh, and kept in Giles's office. And creep the and shit out of them. This is the worst plan. The worst. They know what's in the Watcher diaries <laughs> about Angel. Yeah. Because the things that are in there are like, he murdered a fuck ton of people. Then he showed up 20 years later and murdered a fuck ton of people. <laughs> there were a string of unexplained murders all to do with angel and you're like that's that's not like juicy goss (laughs) oh yeah it's really not though i mean i'm really having trouble getting over how much i like juicy goss (laughs) (laughs) but but like what do they think is going to be in there happy facts about him sitting half naked in the shade of a tree in warmest spring playing with a family of kittens (laughs) 
Like, no, no, he's going to murder a fuck ton of people and the Watchers are going to talk about it. Listen, Dave, this horrible idea that they have is a premise for like a major plot in this episode. Uh, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that we have no choice but to allow it to happen. So we're eight minutes into this episode and I'm like, I've got serious reservations. I know that this is supposed to be good, but... Uh, it needs more Halloween right the fuck now. They go to steal the diary. Giles, so actually I really like this. Buffy like sneaks into the library and she's like, oh good, Giles isn't here. Of course he's there. Where the right. fuck else would he be? <laughs> yeah, you like, where, where's he gonna go that's not the library? Right? I also like that he's filing books like in the dark. He there don't are need no, no lights, lights on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, they managed to steal the diary, and it's pretty easy. We get oh, we get so close to hearing about what Giles does that isn't <laughs> books. Yeah. He's like, I have other relaxing hobbies. And you're like, oh, yes. Tell us. Yes, Giles, <laughs> tell us the things about you. And he's like, sometimes I cross-reference. You're like, no, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Giles. We know. You, you've got other things going on. You must. I'm so tired of only having books I be know. my thing about Giles. He, he must. Tea. He likes tea and scones. <laughs> <laughs> are just items of food. I really don't. No, it's not a hobby. No, they're not. Well, tea's kind of a hobby. Come on, Dave. How much fucking tea do you have? Come on. Mm. Tell everybody about your fucking kettle. So moving on. <laughs> no, but quickly. Um, I hate Giles' sweater vest. It's it, terrible. It's, it's just like too white and it's ill-fitting yeah, it's... and it does not look good on him. No, it's no good. And Buffy distracts him by telling him that Miss Calendar said he was a babe. Oh, I love it. made me really uncomfortable, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So the word babe is just grossing me out in general, I think. Okay. And the fact that Buffy is saying it to Giles... Saying someone said it about him feels like saying, like, to your parent. Yeah, and she's communicating a lot of that awkwardness. He's like, wait, really? She did? And Buffy's trying to, like, feed him other lines that Miss Calendar hypothetically said. Yep. And she's so uncomfortable with it. Oh. Yeah, so I'm not saying that she's, like, on board for this, but I, I really felt the discomfort. Felt it strong. Mm-hmm. So they sneak away with the, the diaries into the bathroom, of course. The girls' bathroom, <laughs> where anyone can go in. But that's okay. They start looking through it and they're like, oh, look at this beautiful picture of a beautiful lady. I wonder who she is. It doesn't say. Guys, 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 guys. Who, who the fuck did this? Because this prop of a book has a picture, like a sketch of a beautiful lady of the 1820s or so. Mm-hmm. And beside it is written very clearly, Sarah. And I think the last name is like Goodbend or something. So it's like, it doesn't say. I'm like, oh, it fucking does. <laughs> You're like, can't you bitches read? Okay. It's right next to it. <laughs> They're like, I'm not illiterate. I'm like, prove it. Okay. So in this scene in which they're sitting on sinks, because, you know, I mean, they're in a bathroom. Where else are they going to sit? This girl is in this book in relation to Angel, presumably. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned earlier, this is a book full of people Angel killed. So, like, wouldn't anyone pictured in this book be someone Angel brutally murdered? Yes. That's exactly my point about the book. Right? Is that there's no one and nothing good in it for them to use. So why would you be like, oh, he's probably super into 
this chick. They conclude that. They're like, this is what he likes. Contemporary women. It's a strange, strange thing to jump to. Not as strange as <laughs> Cordy coming in and being like, what's up with that angel guy? I can't get a read on him. Buffy in the bathroom that is public saying, oh yeah, he's a vampire. And Cordy's replies very loudly. Oh, he's a vampire. <laughs> And you're like, oh my god, can you imagine, like, Josie Schmo sitting in the bathroom trying to just do her thing and these people are talking like this? I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they checked the bathroom they first. They did not. I'm sure they didn't. And I mean, Corey just waltzed right in there, so clearly no. they're not pulling a Veronica and, like, locking the bathroom door while talking no, to god people. No, god no. Hell no. <sighs> That's not a thing that occurs to them. Yeah. Anyway. But again, Cordelia interest in Angel. I mean, I'm on board. I get it. But isn't she with that Dylan guy? Like, why does she care what Angel's deal is? Yeah, she has a Chad. I guess she's always looking for the next Chad. That's what we know well, about or her. Or she's casually dating. She's very mature yeah. for her age. <laughs> like she's 27 or something instead right. of a high school age. Like that. And then she tells Buffy that when it comes to dating, she's the slayer. Mm. And you're like, that has odd implications. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, how many of Cordy's chads have died? Right? Is she a serial killer? <laughs> oh, this is the best fan theory. All right, we are a third of the way through the episode. We can finally get to Halloween. <laughs> Woo! They're going oh. shopping for their costumes. Willow's going to be a ghost. It's going to be super adorable. Xander is going to be an army man. Get hype. Hype, hype. And Buffy sees a beautiful princess gown thing. It's pretty beautiful. Uh, it's similar in style to the gown the girl was wearing in the, mm -hmm. the Watcher book. Uh, before this, her and Willow have a conversation. So, I mean, Willow wants to be a spooky ghost. And this yes. is basically like the lesson she, not learned, but the thought she had in the Inca mummy one where she was all... Right dressed up like a big old Inuit and she's like oh maybe I should have been sexy and Buffy basically is like hey it's Halloween maybe you should be sexy <laughs> yeah but she's not there yet she's Willow Thanks. and yeah. that's that's kind of a big leap to mm -hmm. yeah anyways so so she'll be a spooky ghost and it'll be great like of the classic bedsheet variety super spooky super awesome mm -hmm. Buffy's eyeing up the pretty dress and uh, the shop owner or I mean do we know that he's a shop owner at this point I was pretty sure he was uh, he's so British guy. I wonder if he knows uh -huh. Giles, Dave. I mean, they're both <laughs> That's British. That's crazy. There are more than three people from right, Britain. Right, that's crazy. That'd be insane so crazy. for him to know Giles. <laughs> I mean, they both have like a similar accent. It's fine. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. So he comes out and he's like, oh, looking at the gown I see. Here, let me show you how good it would look on you. This guy might as well have a giant sign above his head saying, I'm a bad guy that sells cursed costumes. Right. And like, I mean, like, we find out very soon that that is the case. <laughs> is the costume show? just called needful things or some <laughs> bullshit like it might as well be it was a long six hours, but we've overhauled Needful Things into the globally compliant web 4.0 e-nominon, Needful.com. Oh, these people have no idea what's going on. And Buffy's like, oh, I'd never be able to afford it. He's like, oh, we can make a price. I'm like, you're the literal devil. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> This is a needful thing. There's there's no twist here, Dave. None at all. He's Why would there be? so clearly evil. He's on the up and up. 
Oh, oh, he's evil? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Here I am spoiling the episode for you again. (laughs) Yeah, we get Spike and Drusilla, the best part of this episode. Uh, Spike, turns out, he was the one who... Oh, what's the word I want? Requisitioned. Yes, 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 (laughs) Dave! That is the word I want. Yeah, Yeah, he he asked for this this, uh, sweet Buffy tape so he could study her. I gave you that word and now you're not even going to use it? Requisitioned this sweet Buffy tape to study her. Oh, angel taping her, that'd be crazy. But Spike doing it, that seems normal. Come on. He's pretty obsessed with the Slayer, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Drew Drew is cray cray, and it's amazing. It's always Do you have her amazing. line queued up? No. Do you love my insides? The parts you can't see. <laughs> that is a line that can almost make Buffy look well adjusted. <laughs> Drusilla never disappoints. Never. Never. And Spike is so into it. Yeah, God. They're great. His line about, yes, from your eyeballs to your entrails. Yeah. Oh. But she's talking about her insides because she's talking about how everything is switching outside mm-hmm. to inside. Yeah. She's got the good old prophecy dreams or things. She has visions. visions. Yeah. Yeah. Spike is pretty interested in them. He's hyped that something's going down on Halloween. He's like, that's not supposed to happen. Halloween's all boring and stuff. But mm-hmm. Drew says it. He's into it. And. And what do we see but totally trustworthy costume guy sitting in like a summoning circle praying to Yanis, the god of chaos or something. So yeah, it's been like two minutes since we met this guy. Yeah, he's evil. They did a very good job of telegraphing how evil he was. I really liked it. They didn't have time to waste making you wonder who was evil. God, no. They wanted you to know that it was this suspicious British man who definitely doesn't know Giles. Why would he know Giles? That'd be insane. <laughs> Willow has an alternate outfit on. Okay, and we come into our second segment of the evening, yep. which is, she's a what? He's 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 a what? You what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a music man. <laughs> what is she dressed as, Dave? What is she supposed to be? Like, okay, hooker? Okay. Like, is, is it like a slutty vampire? Like, Mostly, mm. I just, there's no, because at least Cordelia has fucking cat ears on, you know? Yeah. Like, Cordelia is clearly a cat. Willow yes. is a question mark. <laughs> Super question mark. She has a red crop top with a deep V, like the deepest V. A short skirt, tall boots. It looks great on her, but like it's so not Willow, it's disconcerting. So her abs look amazing. I want your abs. And she knew that the actress knew that uh, she was going to be doing this scene or like in this episode going to be wearing this. She went to like some mm-hmm. crazy like ab boot camp for six weeks oh, so shit. that her abs would look amazing. And they fucking worked, Dave, because they looked It worked so well. So good. Holy crap, yes. <laughs> so the ghost was Willow. Like that was you, Willow. Stick with you. Oz loves you. He doesn't <laughs> love, like, what is this costume? <laughs> I don't know. So she's very uncomfortable. Clearly, yes. she is. She's unsure. Buffy has a what black or brunette wig on? It's pretty and black, yeah. She looks super different. Yeah, no, the the hair color really changes. Yeah. Changes how she looks for sure. Yeah, it's like when Cordy has light hair and she <laughs> looks exactly the same as Buffy. Right. Yeah, they're basically the same person. <laughs> they're identical. Yes. I know you can't tell them apart. It's fine. But as we're getting ready to leave, Willow comes down the stairs. Thank goodness, wearing her ghost the spooky ghost costume. Her ghost <gasps> Ghost Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Got that in there. I was worried. 
<laughs> yes. So she's wearing the ghost doom and I'm so relieved by this. She's so much happier. She's got the like slutty vampire thing on underneath. Well, she didn't have time. she didn't change. No. <laughs> they have to go. She just tossed the sheet on and that's fine. I love that the ghost doom says boo on it. She's a spooky ghost. Boo. <laughs> it's so good. It's adorable as hell. Oh, oh yeah. So they get to the kids. Snidles tells them not to talk to the children because he doesn't want them to influence them. Uh-huh. But like he signed them up for this. Yeah. This was his idea. Peace nice plans don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> he doesn't really think it through. He's more of like an in the moment kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. And then Dave, did you get excited? Oh, so hype. Because we get another Oz scene. It's so good. And Cordy shows up and starts yelling at him about like where Dylan is or something. Yeah, whatever. And you're like, oh, I don't care. Cordy's dressed in a ridiculous cat suit that is actually a cat suit. <laughs> Literally it's like a cat leopard suit. print. It's leopard print. Yep. Yeah. And she's got cat ears on. His delivery of, hey, Cordelia. She's like a great big cat. <laughs> Kills me every time. Uh, it does not look flattering, I'm gonna say. It is oddly unflattering. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's because she just always looks so good. But yes. I guess normally she's wearing clothing that really complements her body shape. And her this... body shape is fine. No, it's just yeah, like the no. cat suit is so weird. It's, I don't know. I don't know what about it. Because, you know, she looks great. You think a skin tight bodysuit would look great, but it yeah, doesn't. No, no. Yeah. Now I have the screaming notes. Because goddamn it, Willow and Oz ran right into each other and didn't mean what the fuck show stopping is such a goddamn cock tease. Motherfucker. They don't know, Dave. No, they don't know. know. Willow's all busy and she has to keep going and Oz bumps into her and she's in a ghost costume and he doesn't notice it's her. You're so invested. It's so great. Oz, God, Seth Green is amazingly short. He's very short, yeah. So good. I love seeing group shots with him in it. You're just like, wow, he's really very short. (laughs) Yeah, he's a tiny human. We get a fun scene of Xander rallying the troops. He's got, like, maximum candy-getting strats for his little kids. Which really seems like a very Xander thing to me. I oh, liked yeah. it a lot, yeah. Oh, it's so good. He's, because he's in an army costume, so yeah. he's doing the whole, like, drill sergeant <laughs> thing. We we get to the actual trick-or-treating. Just quickly, I think Buffy has gained a child somewhere. <laughs> she oh. has four now. She used to have three. Well. There's a flower child that wasn't there before. On the plus side, she didn't lose any. <laughs> Is this better? <laughs> Just like you come back with an extra child, what do you do with it? <laughs> Give it to Peace Knight. Make him deal with it. He's the principal. I, I thought you were gonna be like, there's a leave a penny. <laughs> Leave a penny, take if anything. Oh, no. She just goes right into the lost and found. Oh, no. Uh, well, I didn't yeah. notice this, but I I believe you. I'd believe it for sure. Why did I call this guy Needful Justin? So, <laughs> the owner of Needful Things, who I have nicknamed Justin, right. is saying some prayers and shit starts going down of the people turning into their costumes variety. Yeah. And, yeah. oh, this gonna be good, Michaela. This gonna be We've, good. Waited half the episode for it, but now, now it will pay off. I trust in us. The adorable children wearing monster masks are now real mm-hmm. monsters. Yeah. Willow dies. Dies. Yeah. <laughs> Chokes and dies. Yeah. And then her ghost gets up dressed in, holy God, those abs, dressed in her <laughs> costume. 
Yeah, which I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander gets a real gun. Yeah, he had a fake gun before, which was the only thing that he bought from Needful Things. But apparently but that was it. enough. <laughs> uh-huh. Now it's turned into a real gun. And yeah, he is full on army man. No one remembers who they were except for Willow. Very who, Because she was a ghost of a person that was, yeah, it's it's fine. I think it makes sense. I was no, on board. Sense. Yeah. Um, she puts it together pretty fast. I mean, she's mm-hmm. a ghost, so that's not hard to put together. And Xander is clearly an yes. army guy. <laughs> yeah. So, so this all sort of makes sense. And she figures everything out pretty quickly, which makes a lot of sense. There are, there will be a lot of people figuring stuff out. <laughs> Sort of going through the exact same process throughout this episode, which is just more of a fun running gag than it is, like, annoyance. No, no, it worked well. Yeah, it wasn't annoying at all, for sure. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, we need to find Buffy. She will help us. Will she? Will she, Dave? This is no, not, she won't. This is not a strong episode for Buffy. It very much isn't. I do like that we get to see Buffy faint. Yeah. Because she is an old-timey noblewoman. I mean, her corset she... probably turned into a real corset. Oh, that God, That shit yeah. makes you faint. Yeah. You're crushing your diaphragm. Buffy slash princess went out to trick-or-treat with a child dressed as a flower. Oh, no. I'm like, what if she accidentally picks the kid? That's that's (gasps) a horrific thought. It doesn't happen. I was sad. Thank goodness. Um, Okay, so Dave, Uh I need your unbiased opinion of whether or not Buffy is doing an accent and what (laughs) accent it is. She is doing an accent. Okay. It is haughty. 1775, I believe. Uh, I don't understand. Who are you? We're friends. Friends of whom? Your dress. Everything is strange. How did I come to be here? So is it Southern? Is it like, is she like a Southern lady? Because I've always, I've always thought it was like a Southern accent. But like in the context of who she was meaning to dress up as, shouldn't she be British? Yeah. I mean, it's like Southern virgin, bordering on England, right? Like it's where the American South, Kentucky, borders with Wales. (laughs) Right. So, so yeah, I tried to ignore it as best I could. But for the most part, I think, I think haughty is kind of the way to describe it. Mm -hmm. That's definitely what she's going for. This is all amazing. (laughs) Xander is amazing as the no-holds-barred army dude. Buffy is incredible as this lady who goes around protesting too much and fainting and willow just has to deal with all this shit (laughs) but can't touch anything she's so angry (laughs) but yeah no buffy is really difficult to be around because she doesn't know what a car is and she just thinks that women are useless (laughs) yeah Oh, it's so good. At one point, Willow's like, why couldn't she have dressed up as Xena? And I, I like that. Yes. That's a good Xena, that'd be, Xena reference. That'd be amazing. But I mean, you can't do that, obviously, <laughs> on a different yeah. TV show. Ah, maybe you can. Yeah. So they run away to Buffy's house because they know from information we learned earlier in this episode that her mom would be out tonight. Mm-hmm. Which is good and convenient. Yeah, very And convenient. I hope nothing bad has happened to her. Yeah. Hopefully she didn't buy anything needful. <laughs> uh, they start to lock down the house and Xander is is bringing us right into our next segment. Oh. Which is called Counting Down the Bullets. Fine! I only have 12 bullets, so you're gonna have to share. Let's count them down. No, Dave. Did you did you decide to figure out how many bullets fit in his gun? Oh no. It's like a hundred. He fires fifty shots at least without reloading. 
Like he has a regular, I'm gonna say maybe 18 round magazine, and just like all, all of the bullets go flying out of it. He never runs out. This didn't even occur to me. Really? After no. that much archer? I know. What, what have I been doing with my life? This is the second time we've seen guns in Buffy, I think. And the second time when people have not bothered to count their ammo even a little bit. I do remember thinking this when Darla was doing it. It just seems yep. easier to count a handgun, you know? Yeah. This is a lot of like, brah yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still shooting at the people that Willow told him were children. <laughs> stopped doing that at this point. I think it's warning shots. Right. He does say at one point. Yeah, I hope he's not shooting kids, but somehow (laughs) somehow Cordelia finds them. Yep. I guess in a in a panic she runs to Buffy's house. How does she know where Buffy's house is? Uh so she knows who she is. Cordy is all about who Cordy is. Yep. And uh, she's like, oh, they won't give me my deposit back at Party Land or whatever. Yeah, no, she has. To, of course, she drops the name in there. It's very not not needful things. Very, by the way, very relevant, Dave. Uh, and Xander notices that her costume is ripped and gives her his jacket, and she is like, oh, hey, Studley, because he looks when fucking you show amazing. Up? Are Fuck. you joking? Holy no. God! Of course, I'm not joking. <laughs> This is unironic as hell. So good. It looks like, God, so good. An actual group of teenagers who looked like this? No. No. No, no way. <laughs> yeah, so Cordy does a pretty great double take, and she's like, she's, <laughs> she's just so confused about the whole thing. Like, yeah. Xander's being very un-Xander. He's being like a leader. Buffy's being fucking useless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just such a trial. And like, Cordy's just looking at her in disgust, basically. And Willow has to explain everything to her. <laughs> yep. She's she's not <gasps> sick of that yet. Oh, I guess she better go explain everything to Giles now, though. <laughs> and Angel. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cordy has some good streets ahead slang when she says, what's that riff about Buffy, I think. Yeah, Cordy Street's ahead. No one no one would deny it. But yeah, Willow goes to like give Giles the lowdown. Mm-hmm. He appears to be wearing a jacket that is not made of tweed. What? Like, I don't think his jacket is tweed. And he's looking Heavens fly no. as hell. Everyone looks amazing oh, in this shit, episode, he okay? He's looking great. Uh, Angie has showed up at the house. Yeah. At Buffy's house, by the way. And again, Willow has to explain everything to him. And like, this episode just has a really fun concept of people not knowing who they are. <laughs> and they are running with it so hard. And I love it. It's great. Angel shows up and then a vampire is in the house, right? And attacks Buffy. Is it a vampire? Okay, so it can't be a vampire, right? No, because it's in the house. But Angel asks her for a steak. Oh. So at first I was like, oh, how can there be a vampire in this house? No one would have invited that vampire in. And then I'm like, oh, it's probably just a stupid demon of some kind, like a kid. And then he asks her for a steak. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that happened. And we don't have to think about it anymore. Fuck the rules, Dave. Fuck the rules. Anyway, Angie is fighting this vampire being like, Buffy, please be helpful. Please, for the love of God. And he turns around. He's got his game face on. She sees this and runs the fuck out of there. And I don't blame her. This is like the some man who people said would protect her. And it turns out he's pretty scary looking. Uh-huh. So yeah, she runs away. We're sort of cutting back between a few things. Giles and Willow figure out that Cordelia didn't become a cat. One of the things that Giles says is he's trying to figure figure out what Willow was dressed as (laughs) and she unhelpfully says a ghost (laughs) and I'm like did the show writers not know (laughs) who came up with this costume (laughs) 
What is she? Oh, God. Yeah, Spike is out and about. He is having a grand old time. He's got himself a little crew of demon children. It's great. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay, so this, my favorite, I think this is my favorite thing in this episode. Willow tells Giles that Cordelia got her outfit at a, at a different place. Yes. And she's like, oh no, we all got ours from Ethan's. And so, I mean, skipping ahead to the fact that Giles knows Ethan very well. Wait, what? No, that's impossible. But fucking Ethan, that little scamp, he would name the store after himself. <laughs> <laughs> Probably knowing full well that Giles is going to put two and two together. <laughs> like, he could have named it anything else. Oh, I don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> and we will eventually come around to this once all is revealed. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't make the most sense. It's mostly about having a fun concept for the episode, right? And everything else is incidental. And like, Ethan is kind of a scamp. <laughs> like, yeah. this is very <laughs> <True>. Ethan. <laughs> yeah, they figure out that only costumes from Needful Things are causing people to turn. And I'm like, who would have guessed? Oh boy. And then Buffy's out in the world all alone, not the mm-hmm. Slayer. And who does she run into? Larry the Pirate. Lair. Lair. That's correct. <laughs> he is dressed as a pirate. He has become a pirate. He has an eye patch and a bandana and the gross teeth and the earring. He is piratey. And he's like, oh, hey, Buffy. Yeah, he sees a lady and he gets all piratey up on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Larry shows up and Buffy's like, what's with that steering wheel down your pants? And he's like, "Ah, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> But yeah, I have some problems because of some stuff that's going to happen later. Uh-huh. There's some things that aren't canon yet <laughs> that <laughs> okay. are making me have trouble with this. I don't want to tell you. I but think if I tell you, you I'm ruining it. Do I? I don't know. Larry's secretly gay. Whoa. <laughs> but he was dressed up as a straight pirate. So, but <laughs> were there no gay pirates, Dave? <laughs> no, there were gay ones. He was just dressed up as a straight one. But did the costume say straight pirate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That, hmm, wow, that turns things on its ear. Huh. I'm I'm grasping at straws a little bit, I think. So yeah, everyone's looking for Buffy. We've got two crews, right? We've got Angel, Cordy, and Xander on one side, Spike and a couple of child demons on the other, and like, it's a great concept, and then Lair has found her. Is, is Spike, Spike's not looking for her specifically. He's just out and about having like a good time, right? I thought he thought that this would be a good time to like, you know, Oh no, Drusilla, t- I think Drusilla tells him that it makes her weak. Yeah. Yeah, right. So he is actually on the hunt for buffs. Everyone's mm-hmm looking for buffs. Yep. And Larry has found her. Yeah. We get some G-Man and Ghost Will going to needful things. And wait, what? These two British people know each other? Oh my God, Dave. What are the odds? Very low, Michaela. There are a lot of people from England. What are the odds? Uh, yeah, they know each other. Giles is like, go away, Willow. Yeah. And she she listens because he's Giles. Ethan then calls him Ripper. <gasps> and oh, you're man. like, oh, what's this about? This is the first time we hear the nickname Ripper for Giles. And yeah. I never want to call him anything again. Okay. Like, he is such a ripper. Oh, man. There's no way that I can keep this up. <laughs> It's great. Ethan's making a lot of vague, menacing statements. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty team Ethan, I have to say. <laughs> I'm all about the Ethan. He's great. Yeah, really good. We'll cut back to having Xander show up and the good guys all find Buffy, basically. Xander and Larry start to ha- have a really prolonged fight scene. But what I love about it is that it's almost entirely in the background. <laughs> 
<laughs> so like Xander shows up, punches Pirate Larry in the face, and then there's just like a dialogue scene. <laughs> yeah. Between yeah. Cordy, Angel, and Buffy. And in the background you hear all these fight sound effects. They're like the Army Xanders. Yeah. Army Xanders got this. Yeah, I mean they're pretty well matched now. It's yeah. so fun though. I love that it's just you constantly hearing these sounds and like no one's doing anything to help him. <laughs> Uh, it was great. Xander gets his comeuppance against Larry. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy is telling Cordelia about this whole vampire thing. And yeah, Cordelia's like, no, 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 he's a good vampire. But she still doesn't buy it? Yeah. She thinks I... that he's not a vampire, right? <laughs> but she knows that Buffy doesn't know anything. Yeah. So why... <laughs> Is this going to be a, another reveal? Is it going to be like episode seven is called Angel again? And it's just Cordelia finding out that he's a vampire and being like, he's a what? 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 You what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? He's a music man. <laughs> I don't know why at this point she didn't believe it. It's, it's so weird. Yeah. But Spike and the gang show up and chase the Scoobies away. They go into some sort of abandoned warehouse or something. Mm-hmm. They're barricading the door. Xander's arms and upper back oh, look amazing. Mm. <laughs> this episode is very dark, as a lot of Buffy is. Again, yeah. never in the emotional sense. <laughs> Purely in the lighting sense. Buy some fucking lights. <laughs> you could tell what was going on. Don't lie. (laughs) That's not the point. The point is to see what's going on, not to be able to suss it out. (laughs) Whatever. You figured it out. You're fine. (laughs) Uh, We're going back to some Ripper and Ethan. Yeah. And we... Mm. Yeah. uh, Ethan... Or sorry, Ripper just starts beating Ethan up. Like... It's great. Kicking the crap out of him. Yeah. He is so unconcerned, too. Everything about Ripper that we know so far says that he's stuffy and bookish. And now, like, he's just punched this guy to the ground and then sort of dusts off his knuckles with his handkerchief. Like, holy shit. So what you're saying is you wanted to learn what his hobbies were. (laughs) (laughs) It's kicking the shit out of people. Being secretly super scary and hot. Anyways. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. As this is happening and he's like, tell me where the money is. Oh, wait, no. He's like, tell me how to break the spell. He's Batmaning him. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Him and Angel just have more in common, Dave. <laughs> you said that they only had books, but look, yeah. they're good at beating people for information. <laughs> True. Does Angel do that? Or have I just decided that Angel's Batman? I'm very confused. I don't think he's done that yet. <laughs> he might. Buffy tortured that one vamp. Oh, yeah, That was right. super horrifying. Let's never right. speak of that again. But yeah, we've got the climax of Ripper trying to get information out of Ethan. The Scoobies have been captured. Spike is getting all up in Buffy's business and like starts monologuing about how weak <laughs> she is and how foolish and how she could never help to defeat him. And I, it makes sense, right? That's who vampires are. I guess he's having his moment and then he's he's savoring the very, very slowly going to bite her <laughs> while she's afraid. Because he is enjoying that she's afraid, oh, yeah. for sure. Hell yeah. And this is when Ethan tells Ripper that he just has to break the statue head of Yanis <laughs> to Duh. break the spell. So, yeah, picks it up, throws it on the ground, smashes, turns around. Ethan is gone. (gasps) How long did it take him to smash that (laughs) statue? And also, didn't he just kick Ethan in the ribs many times? You don't just run away from that. No. (laughs) Uh, But this, as Ethan departs our tale, this brings us to our final segment of the evening, which I like to call Motivation Schmotivation. Uncle Owen! 
Yeah? This R2 unit has a bad motivator, look! Alexander, you're my advisor, advise me! Well, you're just gonna have to figure out what it wants. What is its motivation? It's a damn rock monster! Doesn't have motivation! It's your problem, Jason. You are never serious about the craft. Are you implying that Ethan had no motivation for doing this? I'm implying that Ethan has been now set up as a recurring villain, but has no backstory other Yet. than British and Giles, motivations of any kind, <laughs> comeuppance at all, or closure. Mm. He is an empty <laughs> shell of a man. Literally, they could write anything they wanted about him, and I would be like, I guess this is the guy. Why bother introducing him? What was he doing? In what? Why did he make this happen? What? How long did it take him to get this spell together? Now, Dave, what what if I told you that a lot of your questions are going to pay off next episode? Oh. Would, would that make you feel better? Okay. Maybe not next episode, but soon. Very, okay. very soon. All right. I'm I more into in, that. Maybe in two episodes, that shit's all going to pay off. Okay. Because for this episode, there's nothing. <laughs> he is a non-entity now, that shows up to dick with people yeah. and then just leaves. Did he want to get the Slayer killed? <laughs> if that Classic happened? Ethan. <laughs> that little <Is> scamp. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. It doesn't Your make any sense. Your concerns are currently valid. Okay, cool. Anyway. I'm not saying they're all going to be taken care of, but I think, you know, you'll be happier later. He's just a scamp? Like, that's so weird that he went to all this trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so many people could have died. Yeah. Huh. How financially ruinous for this for him was this? That gown can't have been cheap. <laughs> he made lots of money. How many deals did he make? I don't know. This is so weird. Yeah, the spell is broken. Buffy comes up swinging and punches the shit out of Spike, who runs away because he's important for the plot. <laughs> yep, and let's just let him get away again. <laughs> like, That's what we do with Spike in this show. <laughs> Next time, Gadget. Next time. <laughs> Uh, so weird. Willow yeah. has disappeared. Yeah. Been returned to her body, which is nice. <laughs> Thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, and uh, Angie and Buffy start fawning over each other. And Cordy starts complaining about how she can never get across to Angie. <laughs> and this, oh, this is a great moment for me. Because Xander's like, You're never going to get between those two. Believe me, I know. And you're like, yes. <laughs> Fan theory confirmed. <laughs> Angel Xander forever. Oh, that phrasing. Oh, so good. It's so good. Fan theory confirmed. And it, oh, yeah, you're right. The way he says it sounds like he's like agreeing with Cordelia's perspective. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, you yeah. can't get between them. I've tried. Like, I have not been able to get Angie over to my side or at least have a threesome, you know? That'd be fine. <laughs> oh, he'd be so into that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> From what we've seen, let's not think about that anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. No, but Willow, Willow's, you know what? She's running around all night, albeit as a ghost, but wearing her whatever costume. And she's like, I don't need this ghost sheet no more. Apparently not. And yeah, she doesn't. She looks hella fly. I hope she's comfortable in that. Seems like it'd be cold, but it, then again, it's California. She's, she's walking with confidence. She seems a lot more comfortable than she was uh, initially, for sure. Mm -hmm. And she happens to be crossing a street, <laughs> Dave. Oh, uh, yes! <laughs> uh, Oz in his zebra van. <laughs> is coming down the road and has to wait for Willow to cross the road. Ah, so good. Just like, who is that girl? <laughs> Fun fact about a zebra van. Uh-huh. It is not made in America. It's no. made in, in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice that he was on the wrong side? Yeah, he's side? on the wrong side. Yeah, yeah. So they just, I think they wanted like a very specific type of thing and <laughs> then Joss found this and didn't realize that like <laughs> the driver's thing is on the wrong side. But then once they figured it out, it was too late and they were like, just keep it. <laughs> 
So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think this is the same zebra van that we've seen before from the band. Yep. No, that's like, yeah, what they carry their band things in, you know, to uh-huh. go to gigs. And we tie the episode up with uh, Angel just hanging out in Buffy's uh. room. At the start of the scene, is he in the paint me white, like one of your French <laughs> girls pose? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Just waiting on Buffy's bed. He's really it, reclining <laughs> on it. It's... But sideways. Yeah, no, it's, I, it made me super uncomfortable and I wasn't 100% sure why. Where, I guess she like went to the bathroom or something, leaving him there. But yeah, where the hell is Joyce, man? She needs to know that this shit is happening. Right? She needs to put her foot down and put a stop to this. Because they start make, just making out. And you're like, what? Yeah, no. I didn't think that was a happening thing. I want none of that. <laughs> none of that at all. Ay, ay, ay. But it's adorable, right? Because the relationship uh, is progressing. They can make out, but like, they're not going to talk to each other, right? He's like, oh, ha, ha. Why did you think I would like that? I hated those girls. Mm-hmm. I, I like interesting girls like you, Buffy. Oh. I, you have a great personality. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Take that. And the yeah, worst. Giles is uh, back in Needful Things. All of the merchandise has been torn down. Looks like the tornado has been through here or something. And there is a loving note from Ethan. Basically just like, haha, I'll see you next time or something. Because Ethan is a goofy <laughs> villain. Like, in every sense of the word. Yep. He doesn't need, like, <laughs> he doesn't need a reason, Dave. He doesn't need motivation ever? <laughs> no, fuck. He just wants to fuck things up. <laughs> well, he's doing a good job of that. I mean, he is like praying to chaos. To chaos. He just wants chaos. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he wants goofy things to happen and let's all have a good time. Well, he sits back and laughs at everybody. (laughs) So that's our episode. Did you like this episode, Michaela? So the initial part is pretty bleh. But once the actual Halloween stuff starts going, I think everyone's having a great time. Yes. And I think it all works really well. I think this is great for a like first and a half season episode. Yeah. I think as general TV, it does have a number of shortcomings and they're gonna figure out how to do things hopefully in terms of like the, the two episodes we watched before this sorry one yeah, the one, one episode we watched before this and some assembly is, uh, required which was also not great right this stands head and shoulders above the rest yeah yeah, yeah for sure so we still have a ways to go upwards but mm-hmm. i think this is a good step to take certainly what was your favorite outfit of the episode michaela people were spending a lot of time in uh not street clothes for sure i i'm not on board with willow's costume outfit just because I still don't know what it was supposed to be. <laughs> it's and so I just, weird. I just can't get behind it. No. Cordy's looking pretty smoking at the beginning there when she's got, mm-hmm. she's like a dark outfit. She got her sweet choker on. Yeah. She's looking great. I like Buffy's plaid brown pants. So it's Angel's super light blue shirt for oh, the win? fuck. We're coming with that nonsense. <laughs> now you know what? Giles. Giles and his oh, non-tweed. Giles his wins. His proper yeah. suit that he's just yeah. hanging out in the library in. Yeah. Looking fly as hell. And then when he's beating Ethan up in that suit. Yes. Mm, so good. All right. What is coming up for the next episode? The next episode is called Lie to Me. So sort of the premise is that there is a student, a new student at the school, and it's a guy that Buffy knows from her childhood. Oh. Named Ford. Ford Prefect. <laughs> I don't know what his last name is. Probably not that. That'd be really <laughs> He's a lazy. hitchhiker's kind of yeah, character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't want to tell you anything else, but that's sort of the premise of what's happening in the episode. All right. That's not doing anything for me. Yeah. Light? No. Um, I kind of want like the Netflix description, but I know that that's always going to spoil shit. Well, that's just it. I can't give you the Netflix. I wonder, do the episodes on, let me see if the episodes have a description on IMDb. Mm, they might. Oh, might they do actually. I, I should start reading those to you when you, <laughs> 
no, no, no. No? Oh, okay. my God. No, I'm not. Don't. <laughs> I'm not reading this to you. <laughs> All right. Well, it's, uh, it's a surprise then. Lie to yeah, me. Something I'm like, happens. I don't want to tell you because, you know. <laughs> it's anyways. the point of the episode. <laughs> Basically, like I could just tell you what the episode is, but cool. Yeah, give me a give me a quick twenty minute summary of the episode, please, <laughs> yeah, and then we don't no have problem. to do next week. If you want to get in contact with us about anything we've said during the show, hit us up on Live Journal. I'm up there on uh, Lincoln Park Forever That's numeral four E V A. Michaela, no, you've broken me in the way that I broke you with MSN. <laughs> oh no. Did that hit too close to home. Uh, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Listen. Yes. I don't want to tell you this. Oh, am I going to tell you? Yes. My, my like hotmail email <gasps> while I was in high school. Yes. Was LPZG. <gasps> and, and it stood for Linkin Park Zelda Girl. <laughs> <sighs> Yes. Uh, Michaela, what's your live journal account? Linkin Park Zelda Girl. <laughs> uh, I thought it might be like Mopey Michaela or something, but this is so much better. Uh, if you actually want to reach us, because God knows we aren't on live journal, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, we can be reached by email at bienvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com or the shit here address welcome hellmouth podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until next week, farewell, farewell from, from the, the hellmouth. Hell hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.